Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Ignite Your Life Radio, episode number 31. We continue and finish the Awaken to Joy series in this third part. We're going to talk about let's up the joy quotient by adding a whole bunch of good. Are you ready to ignite your life to live the life of your dreams? Welcome to Ignite Your Life Radio with inspiring life coach, experienced yoga educator, author, and inspirational speaker, Laura Erdman Lund. Laura has inspired hundreds of clients for more than two decades to live happier, more inspiring lives. In fact, her goal for you is nothing less than your extraordinary life, a life that is full of purpose, deeply fulfilling, and vibrantly joyful for you. Join her as she discusses living an inspired life in today's world. And now, the Ignite Your Life show with Laura. Well, welcome, everybody. I'm so excited to be here with you today, and I have a whole bunch of new listeners I happen to know, so I want to first welcome them and just let you all know I so appreciate I appreciate all of you. I mean, seriously, I can't do what I do without all of you, so thank you so much for listening, and it's been really fun to go through my Awaken to Joy book, and I tell you, I'm tempted to lead a longer series with this and do some personal coaching around it. It has been profound shift for me. I've shared openly how I had definitely a low vibration summer um, into the fall and I said enough's enough. I need to do something. And I pulled out this book, which I created. I shared in the first podcast in the series, um, episode number 29, my story behind why this was created, why I did this Awaken to Joy book that led or the Awaken to Joy um, work that led to the book, I should say, it was a really tough time after my son was born. And I needed tangible things I could do that would help me feel better. Now, I want to tell you, I've heard from a few people that say, really, like these few simple things are going to make me feel better? How Pollyanna-ish. And, you know, I always throw out, don't believe me. Just try it and see how it goes for you. You know, our vibration is an objective thing. It's measurable. And when you do things that affect your vibration, which is connected directly to how you feel, you're going to change how you feel. But don't believe me. Try it. See what happens. The worst you're going to, the worst that's going to happen is you're going to get into better shape. You might feel more nutritious. You're, you know, you'll have more energy. Um, There definitely isn't a downside to experimenting. So in today's radio show, I'm going to go through the third part of the book, and this is purely positive influences, and they are your spiritual practice, practice of gratitude, and love. Now, I will say gratitude and love are pretty synonymous. Uh, I do have a little distinction I want to talk about today, a little bit something you can think about. So we're going to start with spiritual practice, and then we'll end with the love and gratitude portion. So your spiritual practice, well, the first thing I want to do is differentiate between the term spiritual and religious for the purposes of this work. This, is, this comes from my own belief around this. I don't see them as equal, although they can be. Spiritual to me is your personal relationship with the divine God, your higher power, the compassionate side in you, however it is that you see, see that. And your practice is anything that leads you to connect to that higher self, that part of you. And it can be as varied as 
cooking um, for your family, taking walks in nature, uh, connecting with a good friend, sitting down with a hot cup of tea, all the way to, you know, your yoga practice, meditation, tai chi, um, definitely practicing your religion if that's what it does for you. And I do believe that this is my own personal belief that your religion should do that for you. That's sort of the point in my opinion, but that is opinion. So um, when I talk about spiritual practice and as we go forward with just through today's show, I'm really referring to that part of your life that helps you connect that deeper side of you, helps you connect with God. And in fact, when I was working on this, I asked my children at the time, my four and my daughter was six. And I said, how do you feel God? And my daughter said, I feel God, (coughs) excuse me, when I help others. And my son said, I feel God when I'm outside. Out of the mouths of the babes, right? It was so profound for me. So what I wanted to share with you with your spiritual practice is twofold. First of all, do you have one? Do you do things regularly that deeply connect you to this higher self? This is a really crucial piece to get in the vibe up and experiencing joy. Because we experience joy when we are connected. Okay, so do you do things regularly that help you connect? And if you do, is it still serving you? And this is the other piece I wanted to share is you need to continually review this. You know, set a regular time. Maybe it's annually. You know, January 1st is a lovely time to review your practices in life and just say, you know, is my life still serving me? Is it still where I want to be? Is it still what I want to be doing? Um, Maybe it's monthly. Maybe it's weekly. Depending on how fast you're moving through life, weekly might be much more appropriate. And make sure your practice is still serving you. My practice shifts on a pretty regular basis. The time I practice is almost always still morning, but what I do in the morning shifts and evolves. And there are times in my life when I'm shifting and evolving quickly. And so I shift and evolve my practice. Although I do find that I follow it for a while, trying to make it fit like a round peg in a square hole, trying to make my fit, fit, fit my life. It's like, well, this is working. I need to keep going. Instead of stopping and saying, okay, obviously it's not working and something needs to change. And what do I need to do? So I encourage you to find your own spiritual practice because, man, it is all good. It just fills you up quickly. Or at least it can if it's serving you, right? (laughs) Okay, so now let's move into gratitude. So gratitude, do you know when gratitude got big? I thought this was really interesting. This whole gratitude practice and gratitude journal came from Sarah Band Bresnack's um, book, was it Creating Abundance, I believe? Uh, I can't remember. It was a really, it was a thick pink book. And she talks about the, uh, the practice of gratitude in it. And anyway, Sarah Band Bresnack, when she was trying to get it out there and get it published, she sent a copy to every single person on Oprah's staff. And what she was hoping was Oprah would see all the pink books on the desks and say, what is this pink book? Because it's pretty, pretty vibrant. 
And that was exactly what happened. So she was on Oprah's show and I said, oh, my gosh, that's exactly what happened. I was walking through the office. I was like, what the heck? What are all of these pink books? And anyway, so the practice of gratitude in that book is what made a huge shift for Oprah. So Oprah became a huge proponent of a gratitude journal um, to help shift her perspective in her life at the time because she was struggling with truth and things. And that's actually when it really became popular. But here's the thing, and I am, um, I was going to say a victim of this, but I'm going to take responsibility. This is definitely something that occurs to me too, is when things start to get rough, we really do focus on that rough thing rather than the good thing. And right, if you get a rough spot on your tooth or you get some food caught in your teeth, doesn't your tongue find it constantly until it is raw with discomfort? You're not rubbing your tongue over your smooth teeth. You are finding that rough edge and you are just constantly ruminating on it and rubbing and rubbing and rubbing until you're raw. And that's what we do. And the practice of gratitude helps us shift from that negative space, which is just drawing our vibration down. And if we're going to bring in the law of attraction here, also attracting more ickies, right? We want to shift our attention to what's going well in our life. And when we begin a gratitude practice, that's what happens. You start to remember, okay, there's one icky thing, there's 17 good things going on in my life. That one thing can just draw us down, and that's because our our tendency is to fixate upon it. I went to the speaker once, gosh, I think it was just a couple of years ago, and he said something that was really profound. He said, and he was speaking to thousands of people, he said, how many people of you, how many of you have over the span of your life heard a hundred or more wonderful things about you? you appreciated you, um, honored one of your skills, and everybody raised their hand. A hundred times in your life, you've heard something good. Now, how many of you heard, have heard something in your life that dragged you down that was negative? You know, and we all raised our hand. But how many of you have heard more than 20 things that have dragged you down? And, you know, he went up and up and up. But seriously, by the time he hit 20, there were very few hands up. And he said, so how many of you were more affected by those five to six things, that negative things that somebody said, than the hundred wonderful things that someone said about you? Right? It's true. It's absolutely true. We need to keep our attention on those positive things and also realizing those negative things that people said often are based on their own view of life, not on the true, your true um, contribution to whatever it was, right? It's their own perspective of the world. So when we shift into gratitude, we shift into those positive things, it shifts our whole vibration into an incredible space, incredible space. Now, The one thing that I want to add to this before I move on to love is when you do your gratitude practice, you want to be sure you are feeling the gratitude. So the one thing with the gratitude journal that I caught myself doing, and when I talk about it, others always shake or nod their head, is, you know, from rote. I'm grateful for bam, 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 slam the journal shut, set it aside, and move on. You actually need to stop. And feel the gratitude in yourself. You know, feel it in your heart. Think about that person or, 
whatever it is you're grateful for. Think about why you're grateful for it and how good it feels to, to be in your life. I mean, seriously, this can take 15 seconds to do. We're not talking about doing it for a really long time, but here's the thing. It begins to shift your vibration. And in fact, apparently it's 17 seconds is the magical amount of time to hold on to that positive thought. Right? Absolutely. So let me give you a couple suggestions for gratitude practices. So of course, there's always the gratitude journal, if that works for you. Um, I like to, in the morning, I like to, I, when I wake up, I lie in bed for a little bit longer. This is actually what I'm doing right now. This comes and goes. I lie in shavasana in my relaxation pose in bed just before I've gotten up, and I relax my back, all those places where I hold. I like to joke that I control my life from my lower back and my upper neck, and that's where I grip. So I let it soften, and then I shift, and I lift my gratitude. And I think about them. I think about my children, my husband, my home, my work, which is so fulfilling. Oh, my parents, but I still have them around and how wonderful that is. And feel it. Now, it's a great time to do that right before bed, too. Right before bed, shifting into that place of gratitude, sleeping with that vibration. Oh, that's powerful. Another thing you can do is write a thank you card to somebody. I have a friend who set the intention of writing a thank you card every day for 21 days in a row. Some she sent, some she didn't, because there were some thank yous that she doesn't, you know, the person has already passed on, transitioned, or um, she didn't know where they live, you know, her great teacher, someone who inspired her. Um, she actually, this is an idea I wrote in the book, but she thanked the bully who, who um, picked on her in school because it allowed her to learn how to stick up for herself more. Isn't that beautiful? Another practice is when you think someone, really thank them. Look into their eyes. Grasp their hand. Let it come from your heart, not just your voice. Express gratitude. Now, the other thing I recommend is throughout the day, periodically, Pausing to remember your gratitudes. You can wear um, a remembrancer, so something you can wear on your wrist or your finger. Or what I do, I try and do these on Fridays. Actually, Friday, um, I take what we call a spiritual fast. So I put my attention on it on Friday and I put a little blue heart right on that pad between my thumb and my index finger. Little tiny with pen, it's a little, little, little tiny, tiny. And that's my render. When I see that, it's like I stop and I shift. And I do have to shift. I rarely catch myself in a state of gratitude, I'll admit. So I'm still a work in, practice, in progress, that's for sure. Okay. So now let's shift to love, filling ourselves with love. Now, gratitude and love have a pretty synonymous vibration. Kind of makes sense, right? You're in a state of love in your state of gratitude. So when you're practicing your gratitude practice, you're practicing love. Now, you can also bring love up for you consciously by simply imagining in front of you someone whom you love unconditionally. 
deep inside your heart, you just adore this person. Can't you already feel it? You can feel it bubbling up, right? As soon as I say that, it's like, oh, yeah. Yes. I know that person. I can feel that person. It feels so good. Right? So when you bring that person up and you can feel the shift, when you're feeling that shift and you're actually feeling your heart expand, of course what you're feeling is the energetic, not your physical heart. You can feel that chest area expand. Wells with love, right? You are shifting your vibration. That's exactly what's happening. You are shifting it up when you experience that. It's so cool. Okay. So now that you've shifted that vibration, you've shifted it up, you can allow the picture of the person you're envisioning to dissipate. So you you know, just let it disappear, but you can hold on to that thing, right? Now, here's the thing. You are going to treat the next person who comes into your, your vision differently now that you've put yourself into the state. Now, it doesn't mean you're going to be, do it perfectly, but it does mean you're going to be in a better place. So maybe instead of being really angry, you'll just be frustrated, which is a good thing. All right, y'all. What I want you to do is I, I, I'm a big proponent of making sure people take away things. I call them gems. I want you to think about what your gem has been through this whole series. And if you haven't heard all of them, I did, three, did it in three parts. So episodes 29, 30, and 31 are all on Awaken to Joy. I want you to think about what shifted. What do you want to take forward? What do you, what do you want to make sure you remember? What's the lesson you want to remember? Again, choose one or two, maybe three. And always come back to it. The book Awakens Joy is out on Amazon. So you certainly can go get it or you can also just t- um, bookmark the, the website page, lauraurgenlunch.com forward slash Awaken to Joy. It's got all the videos there that I've done because I've done individual videos about each topic, just little snippets. Uh, I want you to pick one, maybe two, no more than three things to think about. Use these things, especially to feel yourself moving away from your joyful state. It will happen, right? But what you'll find is if you're doing it regularly, you're tapping into this regularly, you will slowly feel better and better and better and better. I've talked a lot about how we all have a joy feeling as good as we are willing to let ourselves feel. What this does is it pushes up our joy feeling to let ourselves feel better. All right, y'all. If you have any questions, please find me on my Facebook page. It's um, facebook.com forward slash Laura Erdman Lunch. I hang out there a lot, Um, a lot, a lot. Um, I think I'm going to be taking a brief break from my podcast, but I'm looking forward to, I think, where I'm going to go next. I always say I think because I got to tell you, it's really hard for me to plan too far in advance because I have to see where I am and what it is that I want to teach, but I'd like to do a self-care series for the fall. So um, keep checked, keep yourself tapped in to the podcast going forward um, or get on my mailing list 
So if you go to delortonsandmonths.com forward slash awaken to joy and download the worksheet that goes with this, you will be on my mailing list so you will get announcements going forward. But I've got a few things that I'm working on and I might just take a break from this so that I have a little bit more time to work on those things in my life. Y'all, it has been amazing to share this with you. I so hope it's helped you feel a little bit better in your life. Um, if you're interested in coaching with me, go to my website, lauraerdlemonth.com, and click on Life Coaching. Uh, I do the first interview at 80% off, I believe, my usual fee. And sometimes all you need is one. Sometimes you just need a little hit, and we'll get you on the road you need to be on. Thanks for joining me. May you be inspired to live your extraordinary life.